Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. This is your money. I'm Michelle Martin. Good morning. Asia Pacific markets trading in the red this morning following an overnight sell off on Wall Street. Joining me now in Market View as we break down all the market action, Ryan Huang. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Michelle. Good morning. Let's start with what some pundits are calling the AI wars. Now, speculative fiction fans may not be happy that the media and financial analysts are really usurping this term to describe the competition between Microsoft, Google and other tech companies. But this competition is definitely heating up and in some unexpected ways. So regular listeners to this show have heard Ryan and me discussing ChatGPT, the revolutionary artificial intelligence chatbot that can well pretty much write your thesis it can tell stories correct grammar even write books for you microsoft is planning to integrate chat gpt into its search engine bing and other products as well and this poses a huge threat to google's ad-driven search business well overnight google's parent company alphabet gave the world a preview of its answer to chat gpt if you stayed up last night you would have met the ai chatbot called bard how did the demo go yeah it really feels like we've been expecting these companies to one-up each other every time we see them make the headlines. So Google yeah. had their own event and everyone was watching out to see if they would blow away the expectations that were being, in some sense, baked in because everyone was expecting Google to do something spectacular. And they talked about Bart being the competitor to OpenAI's ChatGPT. So, you no, know, the bar was pretty much set very high. But I think that is where things started to fall because there were a few things that did not impress. And I think what really stood out was this mistake, apparently, that happened during the demo. So Mm. on stage, they asked a question about the new James Webb Space Telescope, about the um, discoveries, who pretty much took the first pictures of a planet outside the solar system. So that answer that the chatbot gave, that Bart gave, apparently, was not accurate. So NASA actually came out to clarify what was the correct answer, which was another telescope in Chile in 2004. So it started to just spook investors to some extent that, hey, maybe Bart is not that great after all, that is not so... um, pretty much as accurate as they were hoping to be. And I think the other thing is Google, as a company has a lot riding on being a an accurate search engine, much more so than Microsoft. So I think that's where also expectations were much higher for Google to outperform Microsoft on the chatbot race. Instead, Google's Bard displayed a factual error on its first demo. Alphabet share price fell nearly 8%, wiping out $100 billion US dollars in market cap after that failed Bard demo. Didn't impress Alphabet officials. They tried to stem the bleeding with a statement that said Bard's inaccurate reply, quote, highlights the importance of a rigorous testing process. That's a lot of spin. Ryan, Alphabet slump overnight is its biggest drop in three months. So do you think investors overreacted? Do you think there could be a buy-the-bard dip? Or <laughs> does this sell-off adequately reflect the threat of chat GPT to Google's ads business? Yeah, that is a very interesting point, right? Is this the time to buy in on Google? Is it just perhaps a bad blip or maybe <laughs> even a bump? Uh, so I would <laughs> argue that 
Google has a lot still going for it. If you look at what's in the pipeline, it still has a very dominant position in the advertising space. You have other places it's going to be growing, like the ecosystem for smart homes. So mm. if you look at it in context of what is out there for Google, it still has a lot of growth engines. And who knows, but it could be better in future. So you can't discount that as well. So if you're optimistic about Google's fortunes and future, I think this could actually present something for you to look at in terms of an entry point. So I would be... I guess not ruling out Google and bouncing back on the AI race. Yeah, I'm going to make a T-shirt that says "I'm rooting for a better bard." <laughs> but <laughs> we it talked is. on this show. <laughs> oh my gosh, we could go on. That's a good one. We talked on this show about how Microsoft will be integrating ChatGPT into its search engine Bing. Now, currently, Bing has only a nine percent market share of the search business. We have a couple more details today about what this integration might look like. Journalists over at CNBC have been given an advanced look at the amped up Bing. So, how did their tests go, and what did they think? Yeah, going by some of the test runs that many of these journalists have been going and reporting, it does look like they've been enjoying themselves with the chats with ChatGPT. So uh, there have been some interesting case studies or scenarios that they've outlined. For example, um, what if I want to familiarize myself with the concept of German expressionism? Expressionism. And this is uh, what movies, music and literature I should watch basically so with mm -hmm. ChatGPT's answer it does give quite uh, I guess good um, set of examples of what you can look into in terms of movies like a 1920 film uh, this the cabinet of Dr. Caligari and also mm -hmm. another novel called The Golem so it does give you some interesting stuff to look at so in that sense it is fun from the aspect so Microsoft is just scoring points on the chat GPT front. We're breaking down the AI wars for you this morning. If you've just joined us, good to have you with us here on Market View. He's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin. The AI wars are not limited to Microsoft and Google. Yesterday, we talked about Baidu's Ernie bot. And today, we have news of another tech giant throwing their hat into the ring. So who is this? Yeah, how does... Alibot sound. So this is the latest Inevitable. from Alibaba and they haven't actually released the name. I just came up with it. So I would okay. imagine it would have a variant of Ali in it. So as you expect, Baidu is not alone in the race for just um, coming up with AI chatbots. So Alibaba has been working on it for quite some time and for some reason it came out to say that they are working on it as well. Just a bit of formal joining the bandwagon of what's being announced and they've been um, just working on it for quite some time and now say it's around the corner and I think that helped the sentiment around Alibaba's shares overnight as well. Yeah. So I think in time to come, we'll see another Chinese chat um, bot that could be also helping people write essays, generate codes for computers and writing songs even and much more down the road. And telling jokes as well. Alibaba shares initially jumped 3% on the news, but then finished overnight session in the U.S. slightly lower. All right, from artificial intelligence, let's turn our attention to Mickey Mouse. Some of the cast members at the Walt Disney Company are definitely not smiling this morning. 
It's got the ominous ring of layoff, this story. What's happening? Yeah, the happiest place on earth, just a slightly well, gloomy look right now. The house is cleaning house. So 7,000 mm-hmm. jobs are being cut. That is what Bob Iger, who has now come back as CEO, is doing. He's just reorganizing the place involving job cuts and cost savings to the tune of $5.5 billion. Also, he's reorganizing the business into three segments and one will be Disney Entertainment, which will house the streaming and media operations. ESPN, which will be the sports stuff and then the parks, which will be the pretty much everything else, including the theme parks. So that's how he's trying to streamline operations and having his eye on what's to come. Worth noting that the latest quarter, not as bad as what people were, hope, or were bracing for. In fact, if mm-hmm. you look at the theme park business, it was actually a bright spot. You had more people going to the theme parks. So that is interesting when you look at the context of how we had a strong quarter for Disney or at least a not so bad quarter. But Bob Iger feeling he needs to cut jobs to brace himself for perhaps the worst to come. Now, you'll remember Disney brought Bob Iger back from retirement just about 10 weeks ago, less than a year after he had stepped down from Disney's top job. Disney's share price had sunk 40% during Iger's retirement. So, really, what do you think of his moves now, Iger's moves to shake up the entertainment giant? Yeah, I think the word shake up is the key word because Disney is under a lot of pressure from competition on various fronts. If you look at just streaming, it made a loss in the latest quarter. In fact, the loss was double what was from the prior quarter. And you've got intensifying competition from others, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, and the list goes on. So they have to do something. And the spending that we are expecting this year from consumers could be tightened or cut back as people worry about inflation, higher costs, and possible recession. So you have Mm -hmm. these things in play and he needs to effectively, I guess, borrow a page of Mark Zuckerberg's playbook, become more efficient. So that's, I think, what we can expect, not just from Disney, but for more companies um, which will be reporting their earnings. Investors often applaud layoffs and cost-cutting, and this time is no exception. Disney shares are up 5.5% in after-hours trade. Let's turn now to an interesting local story. It's one that involves OCBC Bank and a company in Indonesia that makes wigs. The company is owned by one of Indonesia's richest men, Susilo Wono Wijojo, and OCBC has filed a police report against him. Why exactly? Yeah, so it's down to fraud, apparently. So this is um, the number 14th richest man in Indonesia with an estimate net worth of $3.5 billion. So he owns a very big cigarette-making company, Gudang Garam. And this wig-making company is involved in big extended loans of around $87 million by OCBC's Mm. Indonesia bank branch and other lenders. So... It now has seen them report or make a police report involving potential fraud. That's it. Warner Wijojo, meanwhile, is estimated to be worth more than $3 billion US dollars. OCBC shares, meanwhile, seem to be holding okay so far, up 1.3% over the past week. What do you make of this story, Ryan? Wow, it's possibly a case of 
investors just selling first and asking questions later as there mm. aren't a lot of details yet. So maybe some caution here being priced in before you know, things unravel. But I would expect um, uh, this to play out for quite some time before we get any clarity. Time now for more corporate news. It's up or down time. Let's start with Uber, Ryan. Okay, Uber, I would go with up. So earnings came in better than expected. So mm. not bad quarter for Uber. Yeah, despite rising prices, it seems Americans at least are still going out and they're taking more Ubers. The ride-hailing company grossed more than $8.5 billion US dollars in the fourth quarter of the year and that is up nearly 50%. How's Microsoft looking? All right, Microsoft is looking pretty okay. And this is off the back of, I guess, the latest launch of, or at least um, the latest news that it's going to be integrating the technology behind ChatGPT into its various products. So I am going up. Okay, I like it when we disagree just a wee bit. So I'm going with down. ChatGPT may be dominating the headlines, but Microsoft has suffered a blow on another front, and that is the gaming industry. So UK regulators are challenging tech giants' plans to buy Activision Blizzard, uh, the company that makes Call of Duty. So uh, minor blip, but Mm. down in my book. Let's look at Adani Power. All right, Adani, I would go with down. So Mm. this is with the situation that you have Adani under pressure and now they've had to, well, go ahead to repay their debt because they could not refinance their debt. So that's pretty much a down for me because they've got to take money out of their pocket to pay back some of the stuff they borrowed. Yeah, I agree with you. Let's look at those numbers. Adani Power is reportedly seeing a 96% plunge in third quarter profits. It blames rising fuel costs. Adani Wilmer. All right, Adani Wilmer is going to be, mm, I guess, a down for me. Everything involving Adani these days is under pressure. Mm -hmm. So I would go with down for Adani Wilmer. So what about you, Michelle? I'm going with an up. Uh, Adani Wilmer is a joint venture with the Singapore-listed Wilmer Group. It's a fast-moving consumer goods company, and it's reporting a 16% increase in quarterly profits. So in my book, not all is bad over at the Adani Group. Let's look at Straco next, and that is the company that operates the Singapore Flyer. All right, Straco, I would go with down. I'm not sure how many people have been taking the Singapore Flyer, but it has reported a substantial net loss for its FY 2022. So perhaps we need more people going to the flyer. Yeah, the thing is a lot of people don't know if it's open or not. You know, lots of question marks. Straco blames last year's lockdowns in China for that substantial loss for the 2022 fiscal year that is expected. So definitely down for Straco in my book. Right, thanks very much. He's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.